state of Ethiopia by Emperor Haile Selassie's grandson, Ermia Selassie. And I have a lovely medal. And it's a lovely thing for me to have. And I was so happy with that. And I want to say this, that you and I, if Jesus, who is the Lion of the tribe of Judah, is our brother, as the Bible says, he is our brother, isn't he? What would that make us? If, if my brother's a lion, what am I? If my brother's a lion, what am I? Am I a pussycat? I can be gentle, but make no mistake about it. I'm a lion of the tribe of Judah. Strong. Powerful. We have authority in three realms, brothers and sisters. We have authority in three realms. And the Lord wants us to understand the believer's authority. This week, I was with, uh, visited someone who wasn't, hasn't been well. And uh, they told me about the terrible time that they've had. The hospital visits. They've been to hospital. They've been sick. They've been in emergency care. They've been in terrible pain. Terrible, terrible things that they've been through over the last 18 months. A terrible time. And when I walked into their house, they could barely walk and barely talk. And they were so feeble and frail. And I remember them as strong and powerful. And I said to them, well, I said, um, no, I, I, just was, I just said, look, I said to his wife, I said, have you, you know, what have you done? Have you employed your authority? And this is what she said. She said, well... She said, you know, we're waiting for God. It's in his time. Now that sounds, it could be Christian. But that's not Christian. Listen to me strongly this morning. That's not Christian. Because the Christian way is to put a demand on the faith. The Bible says this. That aggressive men lay hold of the kingdom. We spoke about it in the midweek study on Wednesday. And it's saying it not in a negative way, in a positive way. It's a very interesting verse. It says that aggressive people lay hold of the kingdom and take the plunder like a pirate would go in and take the plunder. Or like a, a thief would go in and kick a door down and go in and take the goods. I'm taking it. It's mine. I'm not being passive. It's not a case of, oh, well, you know, we don't know if, if God, you know, if God or when God. Or God has said in his word that his will for us is healing. And he has given us authority to use the name of Jesus Christ. He's given us authority and an anointing. And he expects us to use the authority and the anointing that we've got. It's a bit like this. Someone comes into your home, okay, and they come in and they're a robber. And they come into your home and they... Stop, you around. 
take all your goods, okay, and then just leave you. And then four weeks later, you've bought all new goods, and, and they come in again, and they're slapping you around, and they take all the new goods, and they walk off. And this is going on and on and on. And I say to you, well, what are you doing? And you say, well, we're praying that God would help us. And I'm saying to you, well, haven't you seen? There's a machine gun there. Pick the gun up, stick it in their direction, and say, if you do that again, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm talking metaphorically. I'm talking in the spiritual. If you come again, I'm pulling the trigger plenty of times. I'm emptying the gun. In other words, the weapons, the Bible says, of our warfare are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds and anything, it says. It says anything. Everyone say it. Anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And what's the knowledge of God? Healing. We're going to take the Holy Communion this morning. And the Holy Communion has two aspects to it. The first aspect of Holy Communion is connected to the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins, the Bible teaches. Jesus shed his blood for the remission of our sins. Amen? When we put our faith in Jesus' shed blood, our sins are forgiven. Glory to his holy name. But there's another aspect. There's the, is the bread. And the bread stands for the flesh. And it says in the Old Testament, and quoted again in Peter in the New Testament, that by his stripes, in Peter it's looking back, so in Peter, it's past tense. By his stripes, he were healed. So as we take the Holy Communion this morning, it's for the remission of sins, it's for our healing. Let me show you a scripture. Philippians 2.10, it says this. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. We have authority in heaven because Ephesians 2, 4-6 says that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And the Bible teaches us this in Matthew 18, 18. Assuredly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So we have the authority delegated to us to bind and to loose and to make a demand on our faith. To put our faith to work. As you would put strength to work. Put faith to work. And make a difference. Not waiting around saying, oh well if God wants, God can... God does want, and God told you, to bind and to loose, to lay hands on the sick, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Put a demand, speak to the mountain, engage 
in that mighty faith that God has deposited on the inside of us. Are you with me this morning, everyone? And so we have authority. I'll tell you this. Someone was coming against us. Very wicked. Very wicked person coming against us. I won't go into the details, but they were very wicked. And it was to do with a legal thing. And do you know, I just said, do you know what? I'm going to take authority over them. I'm going to exercise my... Because th- I'd been tippy-toeing back and forth, trying to do back and forth, back and forth, back, back and forth, back and forth. I thought, this is going on too long. I've had enough of this, wasting my time. Now it's time for the lion to get involved. <laughs> and I said, I am going to take authority and exercise authority in this situation. And I can remember it. I went in to this place in our house and I went to the Lord and I said, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you've given me authority. I now bind those people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I bind their works. I bind everything that they're doing, all their wicked plans, everything that's been going on. I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I know that if I bind it on earth, it's bound in heaven. It's rendered useless. And I loose this situation that they've tried to create. I loose it that I will be free from all of their negative influence in Jesus' name. And I give you praise for that, Father God. And you know, that's exactly what happened from that day. But what I found is that many people don't do that in their lives. Many Christians don't do that. They live passively. But God is telling us that we have authority to do that. And we should exercise our authority to do it. Are you with me this morning, everyone? Please, do this study on your own. Listen, you won't get to do this just by listening to the sermon once. You have to start studying. Now, I'm going to share with you something very important here. This is what happens. When they asked about the healings that have been taking place, and we go over to America, uh, God willing, on the 3rd of October. And for the Ticking Conference, they've asked me to go over to the Ticking Conference, the network of churches in America, and they're going to have um, a, a service there uh, in Texas, and I'll be uh, recognized as the Archbishop Metropolitan in the network of Ticking. Tremendous. I'm looking forward to it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I was there, and you may have seen the video of one of the miracles that took place that AD has recently re-edited. It was filmed just on an iPhone, but they can see it plainly. Um, and there were many things that happened against what the doctor said was possible. Okay? Impossible. Some of the things were impossible. I give God the glory for testimonies. I thank him for the testimonies. I thank him for that little girl who was, who was uh, pro- said that she was going to be dying of cancer. And she was bald head. She was nine years old. She had a bald head. And she had a little pink thing over her hair. You know, and little, like the children wear, you know, one of those things. And her parents sobbed throughout the meeting. They were sobbing their hearts out throughout the meeting. 
And God told me while I was preaching, he said, you make sure you pray for that little one. You minister healing to that little one. That's what he said. You minister healing to that little one. Well, guess what? I was looking for her afterwards, couldn't find her, managed to find her, ministered healing in Jesus' name. And about three months later, her pastor wrote to me and said, a miracle has happened. The hospital don't know what's happened, but that little girl is now healed. She'd, she had, okay, been given, granted a wish by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And the wish that she told her parents was to come to our church in the UK to meet with me. Isn't that something? But praise God. <laughs> praise God. She didn't need it now. She's healed. This is what I'm talking about, precious brothers and sisters. There's things in your life that you need to get involved with and exercise that authority over and take power. Take it. It's yours. I'm going to give you how to do it, okay? Are you ready? Listen to this. This is important. This is how that whole thing started with me, okay? There was needs... I saw needs, I studied. That's the first step. Study. Okay? Study. Study the scripture. Find out what it says. Find out what it says in context. Find out what it really means. I'm talking about study. I'm not talking about just any old reading. I'm reading means study, okay? So if you need healing, you study what the scripture says about healing. If you've got finance, you study about the finance, about what the scripture says. You really study it. I mean applying yourself to it. Not a light-hearted, let me have a little read. No, study the subject. And what will happen is this. Study produces authority. So when that subject comes up in your life, you now have authority. You know what that Bible says. Okay? It doesn't matter what anyone else says, what their thinking is, what their theories are. They may be a professor, they may have a PhD, so what? I don't care. I've studied it. I know what it says. Are you with me, everyone? What happens is then you have to use the authority that you've gained. When you use authority, it produces power, and power will change things. That's how this works. I'll just say it once, once more, quickly. You study. That produces authority. When you use your authority, power manifests to change things. All sorts of things can be changed this way. Life itself. You can write your own ticket by doing this. Are you with me this morning, everyone? Yes. <laughs> it's good news, isn't it? Hey, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. We have authority in three realms. We have authority, it says in Philippians 2.10, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven, that's one. Of those on earth, that's two. And of those under the earth, that's three. 
I haven't got time to go into the others right now because I want us to move on to our communion. But I want to say this. We have authority and we must use that which God has deposited in us for his glory. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, we've mentioned this here, Holy Communion. I'd like to invite Micah to come up and help me, please. And I would invite you all to come. And as you come up this morning, I want you to come and receive.